Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome back to a new episode of Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic conversation. And I am super excited because, as you know by now, we have a special series for a project that I we're working on the the Evolution Effect Anthology, and I have a special, special guest who is actually one of our authors who is here to share just a little bit about her chapter, just a little bit, because you have to buy the book so you can you can get all of the tea. But <laughs> I'm super excited because we have Erica Quinn here. Yes, yes, yes. Say hello to the beautiful people. Hello, everybody. Yes, oh, I can tell we're gonna have some fun today. But anyway, just a little bit about Erica. She was born in Inkster, Michigan, and currently lives in Aurora, Colorado. Erica believes that trauma is either transferred or transformed. And so May 2020, she launched her business, Queen to Queen. Wow, amazing. Congratulations. She Thank developed you. this business as a new certified authorpreneur, releasing her book, Breaking the Silence After Trauma, Seven Keys to Regaining Your Voice. Her mission is to help develop the mindset and leverage the skills necessary for them to stop transferring their trauma, instead transform the trauma in order to regain their voices and discover success. And oh, let me not forget, she is Miss Colorado America Elegance Lady 2020, okay, and the former reigning Miss Colorado Plus America 2019. Yes, and I see here that you're a a plus size model guy. Yes, I love it, love it, love it, love it. And you're a multiple um book author. So yes, yes, I love it. I'm super, super excited. And just a little bit about Erica and her chapter. So in the evolution effect, we're literally talking about um our stories and sharing our stories of how we broke patterns, overcame adversities, and stepping into our greatness. And as you see. Miss Erica is not playing, starting her business, having books coming out, a queen, like, yes, yes, yes. So her, her chapter is forgive the little girl and transform the woman. That is powerful. What made you choose that title? Because um, as I thought about breaking the patterns and as I looked at the challenges that I had to go through many of my challenges occurred when I was a little girl. Um, and then those challenges evolved into other challenges, evolved into other challenges. And so I, as I went through my process, I began to understand that until I went back to that little girl and told her that I was sorry and forgave her and helped her understand that what happened was not her fault, I couldn't move. Right. And so in order for the woman to become, I had to deal with the little girl first. Right. Yes. Yes. They literally say that you have to go back and have like legitimate conversations with your 
inner child because a lot of times the way that we currently act or are triggered or react to certain situations or how we behave literally can stem from the experiences that we have as a child. So I absolutely love your title um, and, and your story is super powerful and just different things that we've been exposed to or experienced as children and literally dictates who we are as grown adults. Wouldn't you agree? 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So, so tell us a little bit about your chapter. Like what, what, what made you share the parts of your story that you did and what are your hopes with sharing your story? Um, I chose to write about what I chose to write about Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes as people, I won't just say women Mm -hmm. because there's men who've experienced some of the same um, situations that I experienced. And I think sometimes we need to know that somebody else gets us. And I thought, what a better way to let others know that somebody else out there understands where they're coming from. Like, I know why you might be acting the way you act or talking the way you talk or doing some of the behaviors that you are doing because I've been there. And one of the things that I tell people all the time I haven't arrived. Transformation is a process. It is a journey, not a destination. Mm -hmm. And so I'm still transforming the woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just, my hope is that people will understand that if you stop and look where you were and look at where you are, you'll see that there's been some transformation. Right, right. And to just keep transforming. Right. Because you get better and better and better and better every day. Right. So I was reading your chapter and the piece that like gut punched me and knocked me to the floor um, was when you talked about how you were molested as a child, how you were raped in high school, how you were gang raped in college and how ultimately you you blamed yourself for everything that happened to me to you and you and specifically you said I grew up believing that every bad outcome either in my own life or in the lives of those connected to me was somehow always my fault right so in in going through those experiences how did they impact you um as you were growing into an adult um, and, and also how did it feel to write that and let it out? Um, well, I'll kind of reverse the question a little bit mm-hmm. and I'll start with how it made me feel mm-hmm. to write that. Mm-hmm. It's freedom mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. That's why I started writing and I became an author mm-hmm. because that is my freedom. Mm-hmm. I can release that into the atmosphere because if I release it, can't nobody hold it against me. Right. And so for me, it's liberating and it's free 
in when I get the opportunity to share a piece of my story. Um, going through through that and dealing with that, um, again, that was why it was so critical that I went back and I talked to the little girl. Right. Because that's where that whole thought process started, that it was mm -hmm. my fault because mm -hmm. I was told it was my fault. Mm. And I believed it was my fault. Mm -hmm. And so what that, for me, the way that that translated as I grew up, as I went through being a teenager, as I went through being a young adult, as I became an adult woman, um, you know, even up till now at age 50, I'm still, like I said, transforming. So I'm still working through some things, mm -hmm. but it caused me to be very great at self-sabotaging mm -hmm. myself. Yes. And that included from work to relationships to my home, whatever I put my hands to because I didn't feel, because I thought everything was my fault, I didn't feel I was worthy of anything good. Mm -hmm. But things got to be, seemed like they were going too great for me, mm -hmm. I'd ruin it some way, somehow. Right. Oh um, my gosh, you're like literally talking to me. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. And so, um, and the other part of that was I became a great liar. Mm -hmm. Not so much that I verbally lied, but I knew how to wear the mask, honey, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn how to wear a smile when you are dying on the inside, oh, I can teach you how to do that very, very well. What? We could do classes. How about that? <laughs> like, what? You are, like... All right, you said so much. Like you're like you're literally speaking to my soul because I literally had a conversation yesterday about that. Like as we experience, as because we've experienced traumas and because we have gone through certain things, especially from a, an abuse situation, we literally know how to like be having a meltdown less than five seconds ago and coming out looking like we're ready to hit the stage, like literally. So when you're exactly. putting on a oh, like there, like no lies detected at all. And it's, it's a good thing in some aspects because you can pick yourself up, but it's a bad thing because then you can like literally be suffering, like, like dying on the inside and no one would know like, like ever, like ever. And that's why it's super important for you to be very, very aware of how you treat people and what you say to people because you never know what someone is, has experienced or is currently going through. Like, you are so right. Like, so, so right. Yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. You. <laughs> you just kind of made, you, you made the hair. Vising. <laughs> my arm yes. stand up. Go ahead. Vising and clear eyes were my best friends. Mm -hmm. Right. Literally. Like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so what did you, so what did you do to help you to move past all of that and be who you are today? Well, the first thing was I had to redefine. The biggest thing was I had to redefine what forgiveness is. Because when you look at Webster's Dictionary of Forgiveness, basically what it tells you to do is to forgive and forget. Now, 
that might help the person who did something to you, but that causes you to be in bondage. Right. Because you can't forget when traumatic things happen to you. Yep. You can't. It's, It's literally impossible. And so I kind of rewrote um, after doing a lot of reading and just really trying to understand this forgiveness thing, because how could I truly forgive myself if I really didn't know what forgiveness was? Um, And so I kind of rewrote what forgiveness looks like. And when I rewrote what forgiveness looked like, it made it so much more attainable. Um, And so, you know, what I came up with is forgiveness is to acknowledge the offense and the pain that has been perpetrated on you and that the consequences of the offense are true, but to choose to relinquish negative feelings and to choose not to hold animosity towards the individual or individuals that have offended you. So it allows me to say, hey, uh-oh, are you there? Yes. Okay. Um, it allows me to say, hey, no, what happened to me is legit. And it's okay for me to say that what happened to me is legit. No, you don't get to run and hide from what mm-hmm. you did. Mm-hmm. But I have the power now to say, I'm not going to hold it against you anymore. I'm going to release you because when I release you, it releases me. Yeah. And I don't want to be held up anymore. So I'm going to let you go about your way. But no, then no. Every time you see me, you don't know what you did to me. I may not bring it up no more. Yes. But I'm not going to let you off just really nilly and scot-free. No, you got to take your ownership. And what, and so that's what it does. It causes that person to have to take ownership in what they did. And by you releasing them, it forces them to take the ownership because then they got to be like, man, they'll sit there and they'll go, man, she don't treat me bad. She don't talk about me bad. She don't throw my name out in the streets. And I did that to her. How can she do that? Now you kind of have flipped the script. Mm-hmm. They got to deal with themselves. Yes, yes. And so that that was huge for me when I came into that understanding. Then it was easy for me to go to the little girl and say, yo, <laughs> I forgive you. Now can you forgive me for yes. holding this against you? Yes. Oh and my gosh. Began to free me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what you said was super important in regards to the forgiveness piece of it, because we have to realize that. When we're forgiving, it's not because we're saying that they, what they did to you or how someone hurt you or what someone said was okay, but it's literally for you to release yourself from that situation because holding on to it can just, as you said, can transfer into so many different things and impact you in so many different ways. And then also Mm -hmm. we have to realize that how people are and what people do or how people treat you is a direct reflection of that person, not you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's like a hard thing to, like when you said with placing the blame on yourself and 
and and suffering in silence and not wanting to say anything because of fear and all the other good stuff like that is super super important to forgive yourself and to to free your inner child like wow like that was so powerful that was so powerful (laughs) (laughs) it is so it's so liberating Mm -hmm. and like I said I'm not I'm not like I said transformation is a process Mm -hmm. it's a journey and uh, not a destination and so I liken myself to an onion Mm -hmm. and if you really take the time and peel an onion it is layer after layer after layer like it's nothing but a bunch of layers right and that's kind of how I liken myself to because once I peel one layer off there's a new layer exposed that I have to work through but because I understand how that liberation feels Mm-hmm. It might hurt to go through that next transformation, but I'm willing to go through it because I know what's on the other side. Right. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Huh. You are preaching today. Do you hear me? Like, <laughs> yes, you are like you are literally dropping so many gems that so many need to hear. And just in what you've experienced, like that can like literally take somebody out. Like, like you experience like some you experience things that multiple people you know what i'm saying like one person has one experience and it can literally like end who they are as an individual and that's how they end up doing like extra extra doing extracurricular activity activities that impact them in a negative way and you've had like so many of them and for you to be who you are today just shows how strong you are how how you are dedicated to your growth and and breaking the cycles for, for yourself and for your family. Like that's so amazing and so beautiful to see because there are so many that don't have that same story who might still be suffering, who might still be impacted by the things that happened to them as a child and the thing that ha- has happened to them maybe even yesterday, right? So mm-hmm. it's so important for everyone to understand that you have a voice and you can use it and it's okay to share your story because it is like, like you said, the most freeing it's terrifying, but it's the most freeing thing that you could ever do because holding it in, it's just, it's just like, like poisoning yourself ultimately, yes. mentally, emotionally, physically, like in all ways. So it's super powerful. It's super important for you to share your story and forgive yourself, like forgiveness, forget, like forgive yourself and forgive the people that have hurt you is super, super important. So Wow, like yes, I like love you. You already know that. Like this, let me say something. When I met Erica, I was like, okay, and she's just been like doing this, getting this done. And I'm just like, and I'm here rooting for her. Like her her success and her winning is like me winning and and me having success because I love to see women who have gone through certain situations and have transformed and are shining their light as bright as can be. So I like congratulate you for everything that you've accomplished, everything that you're going to continue to achieve. I think it's like super, super amazing. And you, you literally inspire me. Like I, like when I first heard your story, I was like, what? I think that was during your, um, your conference. Um, Mm -hmm. yes, I was like, wait, what? Like, and you, and, um, you, who said this? Oh, Pastor Cassandra. She said, 
that we don't look like what we've been through and like 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 you would never know if you didn't share and then in you sharing look how many other people opened up about what they've been through and how many how you connected with so many other women who have gone through yeah. so many challenges it's just like it's such a beautiful thing yes it is and I, <laughs> I mean it's just it's been it's been mind-blowing mm-hmm. to say the least um, because like you said, it's very terrifying mm-hmm. to step out like that. Mm-hmm. But to, I think for me, mm-hmm. if I could be just a tad bit selfish, yes, I love the reaction of people mm-hmm. um, when I share my story, because there are people who've been around me my whole life right. who had no clue. Right. And for them to look at me and go, huh? Right. You know, <laughs> what did you just say out of your mouth? Right. It's kind of like, yeah. And, you know, and that's, you know, and, you know, that's the title of my, my memoir is, you know, my name, but not my story. Because there's a lot of people who know Erica, but they really don't know Erica. Right. And now I'm at a place where I can share, no, this is who the real Erica is. Well, the real Erica, please stand up. You know? <laughs> and so um, I'm able to share that now. And I love it because what I found is there are so many others who were hurting like I was hurting. And they were just waiting for me to share my story. You don't know who you are going to help right. just by what you share about yourself. Absolutely. And that's something huge and that's something that I'm learning. That's like super, super important. I just want to share one other piece that I felt was like super powerful. You said the traumas, challenges, adversities, however you choose to name them, are no longer being transferred in my life, negative in resulting in negative behaviors, unhealthy relationships, and self-sabotage. Now they are transformed into self-love, self-forgiveness, healthy relationships, and knowing that I am worthy of good. I have regained my voice and empowerment. Oh, that just made me so happy. <laughs> when I read it, I was like, yes. <laughs> I wish I had cheerleading pom-poms in my house. I was like, yes. I was so like, it just, it's, it's just, it's just so beautiful to see. And people just need to understand that literally you can, you can make the decision to want to change your life, to have to change the spectrum of your life, the direction in which you are going and step into your greatness and that's why it was so important for me to develop this project because like this story needs to be heard like you know what i mean and how Mm -hmm. how did it feel when you finally felt like like you were on the other side of who you have been for so long man Mm -hmm. um it just it opened up a whole new world Mm -hmm. You know, if I could take that song from Aladdin, like literally it opened up a whole new world because before this, you could not tell me I'd be a plus size model. You could not tell me I would be a pageant queen. Mm -hmm. You could not tell me that I would be an author. Mm -hmm. You could not tell me that I would be launching my own business like mm-hmm. there's some you would if you'd have came to me then I'd have looked at you like you had lost crazy right 
all your marbles mm -hmm. completely. Mm -hmm. But once I begin to come to the other side, you know, I just look at where where I'm where I'm at. And let me say this: this was in a short span of time because it was at age 33 that was my my break. That was my break point. That was my aha moment. Mm -hmm. That was the moment I was able to go back and look at that little girl and say this, I am only 50. And so I had to work through a whole lot of junk. And it- Wait, you only, what, you 50? Yes. You don't look like you girl. Let me see. I really want to say a statement, but I don't care. Black don't crack. Okay, continue, go ahead. I'm trying to hold it back, but listen, like, she, you, go, go ahead. <laughs> and so it's not been that long because I didn't become an author till 2014. Mm -hmm. I walked into my first pageant in 2019. Mm -hmm. I started modeling in 2019. I launched my business in 2020. So this has not been long for me, but God said you were in bondage long enough. Right. Let's get you free mm -hmm. and let's do it now. And so this is where I am now. And it's because I made the determination with my mind, mm -hmm. with my heart and within my soul. That enough was enough was enough. Right. And something had to shift. Mm -hmm. Oh, so powerful, so powerful. And I'll just add that, you know, it takes you to to make that decision to want more for yourself, but also understand that you don't have to do it alone. Like you can literally, like for me, I got an executive coach to help me navigate through through things because sometimes you have blind spots and and sometimes you people other people a third person's perspective can literally see something in you or help you to navigate through things that give you different a different set of glasses and goggles to look through to help you to truly navigate and get to that next step in your life to get through those next um through those next and new doors and becoming who you want to be and being free um, I don't know if it was the same for you, um, Erica, but what would you say um, helped you to do so? Let me say this, and 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 not to not to uh, uh, not to to minimize anybody else, but I'm speaking specifically to my people. Mm -hmm. Counseling and therapy does not mean you're crazy. It means you are wise enough to know that you need help. Uh-uh. Say that again. Say it louder for the people in the back, please, because I don't think they heard you. Say it again, please. Mm -hmm. Counseling and therapy does not mean you are crazy. Mm -hmm. It means you are wise enough to know that you need help. Yes. It is okay to get the help. And that is what helps me now mm -hmm. every counselor i went through i had to go through a few mm -hmm. to get to the ones that really were about the business of 
that weren't clinical, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes, There's something yes, else yes, that yes. a very textbook. And I needed for my situation, I didn't need you to be textbook. I need you to I needed you to be heart book. Mm-hmm. And I needed you to feel where I was at mm-hmm. and then use your clinical expertise to help me navigate. That's right. what I and it took me a little bit to find that. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I found that, I dug in and it didn't take long. For that, now let me tell you this: mm-hmm. I've gone back multiple times because, depending on what layer I was dealing with, there were some layers that I needed some help. Listen, mm-hmm. and to this day, if I come across a layer that I need help with, guess what I'm gonna do again? Go get that help. Go get that help. Okay. And so, please understand that. We have, I don't, we have been so indoctrinated in our culture with things such as what's done, what's done in this house stays in this house. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about that. We sweep it under the carpet. Mm-hmm. You've got to be the one to say no more. And mm-hmm. I had to be the one to say no more. I'm raising boys. Mm-hmm. They need a mama who's transparent. Right. Because I don't want them to have to end up with broken women and not know how to support those broken women. Mm -hmm. Because that may be who they end up with. God may put them with the woman who's broken because they have a mother who's triumphs. Right. And so I have to make sure that when I struggle, Mm -hmm. I no longer hide behind the closed door. I no longer sweep stuff under the rug. If I'm having a problem, I will tell you now. And if you ain't the one that's going to listen, I will find somebody who will. Right. So just to my people again, I say it one more time. Counseling and therapy does not mean you are crazy. It means you are wise enough to know that you need help powerful there is no that is the absolute truth because there's such a stigma about going to therapy or going to counseling but at the end of the day it's for the greater good of yourself and for your mental health and your emotional health and even your physical health at the end of the day so just take that step and there are so many resources that you can tap into and and truly help to get you healed and transformed and having self-love and self-care and all of those things that we all need to have in order to truly function as our best selves um, for sure. So I thank you for sharing again your story. It's like super powerful. I thank you for being a part of this project because I, again, being having the opportunity to share so many of you guys' stories is just like such an honor for me. And also um, for your transparency and and putting yourself on the forefront to, as you said earlier, to help someone else is just it just shows who you are as a person and 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 how you how you truly are dedicated to your growth and to helping others. So, do you what's next for you? Oh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> 
So as long as the the travel bans stay open, I will be in Chicago in the, in October competing on the national stage for the Miss American Elegance pageant. Yes. Um I have two more books that I'm working on mm-hmm. to launch. And I'm going to hopefully be launching my own course mm-hmm. um, entitled From Caterpillar to Butterfly, mm-hmm. dealing with exactly what we've talked about here, this whole transformational journey. Right. And working on developing a podcast and my next women's retreat. So listen, I told you powerhouse. You hear me? She is like, this is what I'm doing and this is what is happening. And make sure y'all tuned in. Period. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Do you have any final words for the audience? Um I will say these two things. One, remember, trauma is either transferred or transformed. And a quote that I developed over the years that I absolutely love simply says, you cannot change what you will tolerate, but you can tolerate the changes you choose to make. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Oh my goodness. And where, how can we connect with you? You can reach me on Facebook at Queen to Queen or my personal page, which is Erica, A R I C A, the initial P and Quinn, Q U I N N. You can also find me on Instagram at queen the number two queens q-u-e-e-n-s voice and then you can email me at queen two queens voice at gmail.com perfect oh my gosh well i thank you again for joining us on this lovely podcast evolve and i thank you again for being a part of this project and sharing your story and and i know that it's going to impact so many lives so if you haven't gotten your copy of the evolution effect please make sure you get it today and make sure you read erica quinn's chapter forgive the little girl and transform the woman i i don't know how many things i can say to you again for just being so transparent and sharing your story and 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 all that you're developing. Again, I'm super proud of you. And I, I think I've said I'm super proud of you in these past couple of months, like every other day, but I am. <laughs> I just love to see um, people stepping into their greatness and, and, and really just doing it and making things happen. It's just a really beautiful thing. Um, but yes, and to my lovely listening audience, thank you again for tuning in with us. Um, and if you haven't gotten your copy, make sure you get it today. Uh, <laughs> just saying. And and thank you again to Erica for being here. And bye, beautiful people. See you again next time. Thank you for tuning in to Evolve. Stay fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic. 
Until next time, special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host, Chanel Spencer, at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram and Facebook. Songs I'm From the South by D21 from Black Mob Entertainment. Off the 720 God album. Find him on Instagram at only D21. I'm from the South. Straight out the South. We'll hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth. My niggas don't know peace. Fuck, is he saying though? Homies, he playing though. Know my old dudes bring more than a candle. Bring the heat to them. There they keep talking. Know that they would then. Little dogs barking. Step across the line. Peace out.